<laughs> I'm into our layer, John Honor. Welcome, John Honor. Traveler. <laughs> I'm into it. There's another I'm thing like, like that where it's a butt plug. <laughs> and you, it's an app, and you can, from any part of the world, you yep. can uh, turn it on and vibrate wow. it. Do you think totally. someone's listening to this podcast right now, getting a little butt plug vibration oh, from their I, lover? Oh. I you really know what hope. would be great is if you started speaking in Morse code through your butt. <laughs> like kind of bup, 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 bup. I've been kidnapped. What are you doing? Calling the police? No, no, no. I'm just activating Pleasuring my lover's butt my plug. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Okay. But no funny business. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen two dads together? I've never Are you seen trying it. to say every dad is the same dad? <laughs> <laughs> Is I have no idea what dad. Never seen two dads in the same room together. <laughs> Wait a, <laughs> Wait a <minute>. second. <laughs> is your dad my dad? <laughs> have you made an app just to connect dads? But the app sounded like a walkie-talkie. Oh. Dads would use it. <laughs> dad app. A dad app. Dad yeah. app. Um, should we start the show? Yeah, we should start the show. Sweet. Hi. How's it going? Hello, hello. I am Zach. And I'm Haley. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. What we should have said is, and we're on the floor. <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah. It's, it's uh, man, back to our roots. And That's like right. kind of very literally, we're under a bit of uh, old kind of refurbished Yeah, live wood. edge, live edge nice. tables yeah. over here. It's nice. I kind of, I missed it a little bit. We're like, we're, we're so close. We were so far away on those couches. That's true. We had it almost too good it's more intimate it is intimate you know we're sitting on the floor Mm -hmm. we're uh we are really close (laughs) (laughs) our faces are touching we're using only one microphone microphone. (laughs) uh no but yeah so we're back to kind of how that we kind of we started and i think we learned a little bit on the way right you know oh definitely Mm -hmm. it was about the journey the the whole time yeah and friendship was the lesson yeah, I think that's it is the lesson. It is the lesson. I know we <laughs> joke about that a lot. Like, oh, Fred, yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're here. We're, st- we're still doing it. Like we said, um, mm-hmm. we talked about it a little last week, but yeah. we did cut ties with our pod daddy, Reverie. Yeah, they're just um, doing not podcasts anymore. <laughs> they're just doing <laughs> not podcasts now. I don't so. know what that room's gonna be. Probably storage. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right, but soundproof storage. Yeah, so you can throw out your loud. <laughs> All, all in there. clocks that keep that can't turn off <laughs> all the, those clocks that they have all that's the real reason cuckoo clocks they've got that's yeah, the real like, reason pod, they're like stand these cuckoo we clocks. like having these podcasts but fuck we gotta put these noisy cuckoo clocks somewhere <laughs> and they're they're not biodegradable so we're not just gonna toss them no that's that's wasteful yeah uh so put them in the soundproof room that they have in their office <laughs> uh, yeah how's your week um, it was good, yeah. Uh, last night I went to a bachelorette party. Fun. So that was fun. Yeah, yeah. You said. Yeah. So that was a that was a good time. Um, luckily it wasn't like too. By the way, when crazy. I said when I said yeah, you said I, it sounds like I'm like saying yeah, yeah. You said it was fun. So shut up. About so <laughs> shut up. What I meant was, oh right, you said you were going to a bachelorette <laughs> yeah. party, and I'm just remembering because you said it. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Zach's an asshole. <laughs> no, it was but fun. It... Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> you just said it was fun. <laughs> But yeah, it was a good time. It was luckily it wasn't like too buck wild because obviously I'm here alive mm-hmm. today. Um, but yeah, it was fun. How how was your week? A certain amount of wild though. A certain amount if of you wild. You had to pick a different animal. 
I'd say like not quite Tasmanian devil wild because that's arguably wild, wild, more wild. wild than a buck yeah i would say yeah. i would say something along the lines of like lemur wild lemur wild yeah i like lemur wild that's mm-hmm. nice yeah that's very nice it sounds cozy yeah like we had it like it was we were never scared <laughs> <laughs> that was your bachelorette party it was great i was horrified the whole time it was buck wild <laughs> look things can go south quick okay it's true and, and things did not they so did that was great that's very true how was your how was your night uh it was good i uh i participated in well so i, I one of my friends is doing this thing at ucb uh called ucb drag race okay and they basically do like a whole season of um drag race um there and people get eliminated just like they would in the you know the rupaul show um, mm-hmm. They have guest judges and all that stuff, and they have skits. And last night was Snatch Game. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know that what that is, it's essentially just like the old show Match Game. And uh, people go up, dress as uh, their version of some celebrity, um, and answer questions, uh, and just act kind of ratchet as fuck. Yeah. Um, and my friend uh, went up uh, in a bold choice going in Richard Nixon drag. And wow. I helped him out by being a uh, like a Secret Service agent. So I was just basically like an accessory like a purse you know just something <laughs> yeah. that was near him and would hand him stuff when he asked him like fake whisper in his ear and he'd go like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> um and stuff like that uh and it was very fun it was a very wild night it's weird because like um some people put in a ton of effort and other people don't and it makes it for a wild show it's always fun but yeah you never know what you're gonna get like a box of chocolates like a box of chocolates one thing i didn't expect is that our guest for today also happened to be there oh yeah you know like when you hear a word for the like and you just keep hearing that word over and over it's i feel it's yes. sometimes like that with people where you're like you just keep bumping into somebody totally which I is weird know exactly what you're talking los about. angeles is such a huge city it's hard to bump into anybody yeah so but, who did yeah. you bump into i bumped into our good friend john orner who is an illustrator and he's here right here Hey, let me in on this mic. Hey. hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great. That was so much fun last it night. It was a great show. Yeah, and I'd, yeah. I'd never been before actually, but I've been wanting to for a very long time. Yeah, and and like what you said is like yeah, some people put in like a ton of work. Oh my god, yeah. and some people put in uh like you know not a ton minimal mm-hmm. work. You know, mm-hmm. you can call it minimalism, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like the audience, whatever they like is what matters yeah and some people the people that don't put in that much work the audience loves them more yeah right and it's like you don't know what's gonna happen. oh my god yeah there was it was the semifinals, and uh there were six people uh participating and they had two people lip sync for their life um and one of them just like went ham and the other one like as a joke did like like a a reveal but the reveal was that they were just like wearing sweatpants underneath (laughs) and nothing and then just sat down and just started drinking the judge's beer and just was not participating. And then left for a bit and then came back with cake and just kept, <laughs> just kept sit, finished the number by eating it and was eliminated. But it was hysterical to watch. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's – now here's where I come in. Okay. So that's Kate <laughs> – that's uh, Bate Clanchette, I, yeah. I think is the name. And that's from House of Barbafella. Mm-hmm. So in the drag world, you have these houses. Yeah. And it's kind of like people will be the, the mother of the house. They are like, And then other drag queens will like train under them. And mm-hmm. then they kind of become 
in those houses. And so Barbafella is another drag queen who is just like infamous for not phoning it in. Like it's that beautiful way of like, you can't believe how bad it is. Yeah. It's so bad that it's or it must be <laughs> well, orchestrated. It's intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And yeah, it's incredible. And, uh, and if you ever get a chance to see Barbafella, it, you're lucky. Yeah. And then, but house of Barbafella. So it was like, it was very interesting. Cause I was like, this is very house of Barbafella. This mm-hmm. move. Yeah. This move to not lip sync. <laughs> Just move to like barely participate. Let's see if it pans out from God. And bring the cake back, which was like a a callback to a previous cake situation with a very Uh. failed snatch game. Yeah. (laughs) It was great if you like knew that the who they were trying to be was supposed to be part of like one of the judges usually. Yeah. Okay. It just didn't work. But they were trying to be a very specific version of that judge. They were being Nicole Byer, (laughs) but specifically from Nailed It. <laughs> and like and and Nicole Byer doesn't like when people say nailed it or anything to her right. and she was it was so wrong it in so many so ways funny. but it almost is like was on brand because right. gotcha. the previous and and just you know like that look with the robe and everything yeah. that was the exact same look last month yeah he just, <laughs> robes, robes. it's yeah. all but yeah but I was but I think it's good that it's been eliminated down right. to like the queens that remain so. well the what was crazy so they did the surprise thing they were like but only four people can go to mm-hmm. finals so they had the person who won the uh the 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 uh the lip sync they're like you have to go up against and they're like you who just won the whole night you get to pick who she's going up against and then she was just like i'll do it whoa (laughs) which was like everybody was like losing it yeah um that's maganda it was great (laughs) great. that was such a maganda move move. (laughs) so yeah you gotta come that sounds like a blast it was like it was good television, but not television at all. Like yeah. it was very good. Yeah. Oh man, so fun. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about today. No. But yeah, but speaking. So is this something you go to every single time? Oh, uh, I've been going for years now. Yeah. yeah. Cause um, and it's like, and it kind of like uh, you know, drag race and the drag community stuff in general. I kind of got exposed to a couple years ago. And ever since then, I've watched like a ton of the show mm-hmm. and documentaries and different things. And I've always been familiar with the drag community in a sense. I knew it existed, and um, and it all. Well, let me let me just tell you why. My mom took me. My mom had this history of some days she would be like, "Do you want to go to school today, or do you want to go see a movie instead?" Oh, that sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, and I would just be like, "We'd be like movie." My <laughs> brother would be like, "Movie every time." Yeah. But one day she was like, "Do you want to go see this movie?" And we we're like, "Yeah, let's go." And we went to go see the movie. And it was Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Yes. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was that movie. And uh, later in life, when I kind of realized what that movie like represented and like how I was exposed to it really young, mm-hmm. I remember asking my mom like, "Why didn't you? Have, did you feel like you should have left the theater?" And she's like, eh, "I felt like if I left, it would it, that, making a big. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So making a big deal about it would have been weird. It'd be like, right. why? And I was like, "That's cool. Mm-hmm. That is really you know? cool. So I like I always knew about the drag community, and then yeah. slowly got involved in it now and i yeah. love it yeah. that's great it is funny like the whole the man in the dress joke is like like in tootsie or like in like monty python or big mama's house is like is such a very old like it's such an old trope mm-hmm. um and it's funny but then when it's like drag people straight america gets like weird about it but yeah even with like way older movies like some like it hot it's like you know, it's like that's accepted. It's like, oh, we're we're playing this for a joke. It's like these two men are obviously super masculine, and this is just <laughs> funny. But yeah, but then when it's like, 
drag, it's like then it becomes a problem. Oh, should I show my but kids even, this? Yeah. yeah. And what's crazy is even the end of some like it hot. He's like, I'm a man, and the guy's like, Okay, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know, like it's like it ends on this note of like that's okay. Sometimes using a dress is like a crutch. I feel like. Yes. But then there's but it. it to me, the in the drag perspective, it's this uh, aspect of glorification. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in the drag community, I feel like this is glorification of women through men. And I think that might be what's upsetting people because in other scenarios, it's like, I'm a woman. Look how <laughs> dumb I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. know, uh, look how weak I am. You know, all these other kind of connotations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it comes down to like glorification might be the decider. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of elaborate on that a little bit because drag is not exactly what we're talking about today, Mm -hmm. but we are kind of talking about like, you know, gender conventions and like things that, you know, are quote unquote, okay for men to do quote unquote, okay for women to do. Mm -hmm. And again, we're talking about this as like three cis people. So we're not even necessarily going into, you know, being trans or being, uh, on the, you know, anywhere on the gender spectrum. that's not on the two cis ends of it. Right. Yeah. That, that part of the conversation isn't really something we, can really speak on or uh, dare i say should um but uh yeah, yeah. but uh we we do talk about it a bit with uh Arise and robin and uh we'll talk about it more with with other people yeah or, or they'll talk about it really. right right but there are you know even as a cisgendered person there are like expectations of what a man should be mm-hmm. or expectations of what a woman should be or how they should act or things they should be into yeah right um so yeah, I mean, I think that's even that's something like, you know, most people are like, oh, you're a guy who's into drag, you know, or who finds that fun and fascinating, mm-hmm. you know, then people start having certain connotations. Yeah, I for me, it's like I only know kind of like the design of what I've been told to think, you know, like as uh-huh. like a straight man. Yeah, it's like I can only talk about my experiences and I but through time, it's cool being able to be exposed to everybody else's like oh here's the expectations that society had for me you know right. like here's here's the things i was supposed to like and the things i wasn't supposed to like and growing up i there was so much pressure to just be like oh, okay these are the things that you know we talk about how so many movies and things are dominated for the male kind of point of mm-hmm. view mm-hmm. you know uh and so my perspective as a kid was like yeah this is all for me but right. this is what i'm also supposed to be right so right. it's like Van Wilder comes out, and you're like, am I supposed to be Van Wilder? Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to be, because that's like, right? The, you know, like, I, the I cool just don't guy. know, because you're yeah. 14, 13 years old. Party guy, chasing tail. Like, yeah. yeah. And then whenever you go, I don't like any of that stuff. Like, I don't I don't identify with any of that. Mm-hmm. Then it's like that fun journey, the slash, like, scary as hell journey of going like, oh, do I not belong? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And then it's just, and then you get to the end where it's like, no, now I'm like, in this age, we're like, I love Drag Race. Yeah. And it's like, and I like talk to my parents, talk to my brother. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race. And my, and my brother is like 10 years older than me. is like, oh, like has a reaction. Yeah. Because he's like, that's not something he would watch. Yeah. But I can go, it's great. Yeah. You should watch it because, and I, and I pitch it as I go, it's a show of people doing what they love really well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it's great because it really is like such a positive show too. And I. I really respect it so much because such a big element of it is like representing like your talent. These people are mm-hmm. songwriters and they're, you know, mm-hmm. seamstress and they're just like makeup artists. Yeah. yeah. And it's so cool. Yeah. And whenever I pitch it like that, people go, oh, I didn't know it was that. Right. You right. Like, right. Yeah. 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 Like 
imagine yeah having to put on heels tape your stuff back put on makeup get on a dress get on the pads and then go do stand-up and then like do that's more like amazing dance moves yeah. and like it's so much it's that's more cool. physical work than my that brother has ever, <laughs> has ever done and he would admit that too yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. But no, it is It is great because it's like, I think a lot of um, people hit that point in their life, right? With that Van Wilder moment, if you will. And <laughs> As we're calling it now. <laughs> yeah, they, they hit the Van Wilder plateau, yeah. <laughs> as the scientists call it. Um, but, you know, where you can either like be like, all, all this stuff was sold to me. I don't necessarily subscribe to it or mm-hmm. live up to it. So... And I think you went in the right way, which is like, okay, now I'm realizing like I don't necessarily have to. That's just you know what this representation is, but that's not who I am, and that's okay. But then people can go the other way, and I think that's where you get the incels, I where it's th- like, yeah, exactly, I'm supposed to be getting all these chicks, and like now I can't get all these chicks, and now I'm angry about yeah. it. You know, yeah. I think, uh, so Van Wilder was maybe Brian Reynolds' Van Wilder moment. <laughs> <laughs> Because Van Wilder, you know, Van Wilder, Ryan Reynolds is a very different Ryan Reynolds than we, who we have now. Right. Who's a, like a, a sweetheart in America's naughty, uh, naughty, naughty little, little sweetheart. sweetheart yeah. Love. yeah. But, and that's and to me, I always get. Yeah, I feel like I get into these conversations where it's like it, you go back to like, well, what was OK to like kind of make and say back? You know, I rewatched the movie Waiting, another Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Yes. Whole, oh I want to do God. a drinking game every time you see something that happens in that movie that ain't gonna fly today you the, would be drunk off your ass in the first five minutes. there's a oh. whole subplot about trying to show people balls at the workplace. yeah and like that's and like at the workplace and it's all and part of it the, is so the, you can call them gay them gay that wow. is, and that's literally a line louis, yeah. louis guzman <laughs> who i don't want to get canceled but louis guzman. <laughs> if you're out there if you're listening i love you uh but he, it's like it's insane it's yeah. insane but at the same time i watched that movie as a kid going oh this is what and, but then oh see with, I hated that stuff like it was just like I hated that shit it, it just, was just so strange yeah. being sold that kind of stuff right and then being and then being able to be like and it never sat right but yeah. you were just like oh I guess this is because it's like I, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania it's not mm-hmm. like you know it's like anywhere else kind of Midwest you're not gonna, you're, you know? you're not gonna question it you yeah know? it's like yeah. everybody's you know you just kind of go with the flow it's you know, just being a kid being dumb naive peer mm-hmm. pressure all that same stuff you just don't know what you don't know right right so I mean all those roles I mean this is no surprise but they come they're they're fostered when you're a kid like I I mean just little things like your parents might say to you I remember like maybe going shopping at the mall with my dad and maybe me saying like oh I I want to get this and he'd be like is that the message you want to be sending? Like, because mm. I wanted to wear like a, I don't know, like a certain hat or shirt or something like that. And, right. And it was a soft way of being like, I don't know, Zach, that's a little gay, you know? Like, right, right. Yeah. It's, and yeah, I, I was beyond lucky yeah. growing up in my family because I was the youngest of six. So oh, I wow. think there was this cross section of uh, they stopped caring a lot about <laughs> exposing me to things yes. that I shouldn't be exposed to. And at the same time, I think it was just like, they were just like, let this, like whatever happens happens. And also like, let's do this the easiest way possible. And one of my, one of my biggest memories of a kid of like these gender norm like mm-hmm. things is going to the barber shop with my dad to get my hair cut. I have curly red hair, even crazy as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's curly, curly red hair. And, uh, my sister told me, I need, if you touched, I screamed. They used to cut my hair in my sleep. 
That was like a crazy kid with my hair. Really? Wild. Yeah, I didn't know that till so recently. Sneak, you, did, you ever, did you ever wake up with your parents holding scissors over your bed? I don't. Oh, God, maybe. That would have <laughs> If I did, I'll terrifying. talk to my therapist about it. <laughs> but, I blocked that shit out. Yeah, right. But I would go to the barber shop and they would just like run a comb through my hair like as hard as possible to straighten it and do it. And I would scream because it was painful. But yeah. it was like a. It was 30s. It was the man barbershop yeah. my dad would take my brother and he'd take me and then at a certain point i think they were just like he can't come and scream here all the time <laughs> so my mom started taking me to the beauty salon uh-huh. and holy moly it was like going to the, you know when annie shows up at daddy warbucks house uh- <laughs> 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 with your red curly hair and i was annie <laughs> oh my god and the only the only downside because they were so soft they were so gentle mm. With they my hair conditioning with hair. it. And yeah. they wash it and condition it. And it was always a wonderful experience. And uh and then the but the only the only downside was older women getting in my face and going, I want your hair. Trade <laughs> 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 <It's> hair with me. <laughs> Which is traumatizing. So, <laughs> all that is, situations are horrifying. Yeah. That is where modern <laughs> witches hang out. <laughs> Give me your hair. Your hair, yeah. young oh, boy. Red hair. Most delicious. <laughs> it made me do a buzz cut for years because I would just like didn't want the attention. Right. And then right. when I was in high school, I was like, I liked it again. Now, like, I love my hair. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like that's even a thing. Like, it's like men like loving their hair more. You know, like right. It, it like my like in my family it was like you got a haircut. You know, it was like yeah, it yeah. wasn't a fun thing. Well, it's funny because I think like I work with a lot of like you know guys, guys, uh, and like. Half of them will be like find pride in the fact that they got the cheapest, fastest haircut they could. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it cost like, me five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it took ten minutes and got five bucks, yeah. and here yeah. I am in and out. It's just like you know what it's I mean. Just hair, just, whatever, good man. The idea of like uh, it's just hair. I don't care. Whatever. It's just I just need it to not look crazy. You know. And it's mm. just like yeah, I guess, but it's okay if you take pride. <laughs> hey, it's okay to have a little pride. Yeah. For, as a treat. Yeah. As a treat. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know what it is about just guys and grooming in general that's like, you know, you have the guys with the five-in-one conditioner, hair, shampoo, like, what is it? What are the other Potty things? Wash. How many how many things are in this? I and only need one with it. type of liquid. It's also, it's also a protein shake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's soil. And I need one frothy liquid to put, put in my body. You can put it in your dishwasher. <laughs> Irish Spring yeah. dishwashers. The thing about, like... One. I'm pretty sure about conditioner and shampoo is if you put them together, don't they like the conditioner doesn't, doesn't make do sense anything to me because oh, it's like fatty. Know. It's like oils and stuff. Yeah. And shampoo is meant to break down oils that are, you know, like, yeah. So it's not really doing anything. I really don't understand yeah. the two in one. It doesn't take that much longer to wash your hair and then just put a little conditioner. In. Yeah. And at a very early age, I was doing herbal essence because those commercials were like, this looks yes. great. Everybody's having a good time. I in know. The shower. Everyone's coming in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is what I want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Man, the one place in the bathroom I don't want to just, like, get out and go. You know, shower yeah. is a time to relax. I'll sit in under the water for a while and just think about things. Yeah. Quickly, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, you, no, it's like, that is, showers are really great. I always, like, hate the idea of them right when I'm about to get in. And then once I'm in, I'm like, this is the best. Yeah. Why are baths <gasps> girly? Yeah, I was gonna, I was just about to say like in, in my men, I was like showers were like very much what the men in my family did. And it was like oh my mom would run a bath, run a bath. Yeah. you know like I don't know. We were talking about this 
were we talking about this? There's something like pampery about it. Yeah, I was talking to someone about how... S- no, we were talking about this, John, when we were texting how s- the idea of self-care is, yeah. is quote-unquote girly. It's feminine. Yeah. And kind of taking care of yourself, because I guess the idea that men are supposed to be like strong and fine with everything, I guess, and you know. Yeah. But no, like a bath is fantastic. Taking a moment to take a bath and like... Just like comfortable things in general, like... Just Lighting remember. a candle, oh. getting candles. I am girly. a Yankee yeah. candle fiend. Yeah, <laughs> I am addicted to candles. I love them. But I, like you know, most guys are thinking like, I'm not gonna light it. You know, like well, they, I've heard my I guy friends talk about, oh my girlfriend lights a candle. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, but so stupid. Nice. Yeah, it I, smells I nice, right? You like that? Yeah. Um, there's that post that goes around Twitter where it's like guys really live in an apartment like this and they see no problem and it's like the that like bare bones just the like the video game station and one recliner chair in the <laughs> middle of the whole place. Yeah. And like I literally know people who live like that in college or even later. Like I went yeah. to I was looking at apartments like a couple years ago and I somebody had like an extra room and I went into a house like that and they were like showing me around and like and I had to I, as soon as I walked in, I'm like, oh, I'm not living with these people. But I still had to get the tour of the house and like, oh, and ask them, so how much is it? And what, like, yeah. just to be polite. Because like, you couldn't just walk in no. and be like, oh, nope. No, oh, no. And when, uh, oh, what are we, utilities? And trash days, what day? Yeah. Oh, and I'm not going to live here ever. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I lived in a place with three other guys when I first moved out here. Um, one of the first spots I kind of uh, ping-ponged around and I ended up near Venice with three other dudes and it was just like dude dudes you know and i have always kind of kept clean like i kind of like i I like to like i've talked kind of was saying earlier like those sundays it's like i clean on sundays you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's a normal routine for me um but that was instilled into me in my in my father though you know like i wasn't like a my mom thing it was like oh my dad my dad was like my dad bakes my dad like my dad does a lot of things that were kind of also unconventional once i realized what the conventions were supposed to be once right. I got to like you know in those situations, yeah. and uh and that was kind of cool exposure as well where I was mm-hmm. like like my dad makes apple pies like nobody's business. <laughs> he was texting me this morning. He's working on a rosemary cheese bread Ooh. that he just baked this morning. Over? Yeah, <laughs> and my, he sent me the recipe. <laughs> my dad also my dad also cooked, but my mom more baked. My it's you know my dad did a lot of like the traditional you know, quote unquote traditional like woman chores or whatever because he was my dad was a stay at home dad which is also. Mm-hmm. So I didn't grow oh, up my thinking dream like job. That right. was my dream. Job. Perfect trophy husband. I wanted so. Husband. Oh my god, I wanted so bad. So yeah, on, like it was good on one hand. Like I didn't grow up thinking like, oh, this is what girls or guys do. It's like mm-hmm. we all did chores on the weekend. We all did that, you know. Right. Um, but then you know he'd be weird about certain things. I think mostly. I don't know if it was partially because he was afraid that you know if I I'm. You know, I'm doing I'm doing the not traditional man role here. I don't want them to get the wrong idea or something. I don't know. Right. I wonder if that's something he internalized. Maybe. It's, I don't. And, and it all is just like cyclical, weird, like stuff that they were what was acceptable totally. and goes further and back and back and back. And I just love today. Like I love right now because there's so much that I get to do, and I don't even have to think twice about it because right. I just know it's like I'm confident to be like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. And we live in a, you know, luckily, you know, we're getting, you know, a lot of people get to live in this world of I do get to be myself. Yeah. And it's very fortunate that there's so many people that get to do that that weren't before. I'm always that surprised, cool. though, when I see a post on Facebook or Twitter that has a real a way too many likes that's talking about traditional family values and then going, yeah. like, this is the play. And, like, not ironically and very much meaning it. Like, some people are still really 
just adamant that you know this country's going to hell and like right well do you hear about that thing in orlando someone um i think i'm friends with on facebook like posted it but there's this like coalition of like you know men meninist guys you know who are holding this conference in orlando <gasps> i saw that it's for women only <laughs> and they're gonna you have to pay two grand for this like seminar jesus for these men Christ. to teach you how to be a proper woman and like what men like and like this is what men like and also like <sighs> these are the things you need to do for your man i didn't know now, it was two grand yeah now i want to put on a dress yeah. <laughs> i want to pay <laughs> two grand i want to go as a man that's the movie that's where i want to oh man why <laughs> how many people are going to this do they think people are going to this i i have no idea i mean it, it's crazy two grand is way too much money to get some like that's first of all the for type a of people, stupid idea the type of people who are that stupid to have those beliefs don't have two grand expendable income. exactly <laughs> like, yeah well and that's probably in yeah we can get into we can do a whole nother podcast about scamming because i yeah. do love talking i love scamming and all that stuff uh, and, oh they, i you, love scams they, that's how they do it. they say it's two grand you say you can't and they say well what you got yeah, you know, true. and it's just like that's it's true. a it's a scam. But then right? I think anybody who would be already be subscribing to that belief wouldn't doesn't need to go to that conference. And anybody who is like fuck like who they're trying to convert is nowhere is definitely not going to that conference. Exactly. It, <laughs> like, it's I honestly don't understand who who's going to go or who it's for. I really it's don't. for the men to talk <laughs> at whoever is in the audience. I want to know what kind of name tags, or do they even let. <laughs> anybody have a name <laughs> like says, how woman like i want to know the nuance of how the <laughs> some bloody woman some fucking st- all the women have ones that say woman and all the guys have boss, boss. we talked about this earlier like th- so many things are so obviously gendered like yeah. toys you know like mm-hmm. you're a boy you got to play with a truck you're a girl you got to play with this doll mm-hmm. they have girl um, and boys like make even like mcdonald's toys mcdonald's you know? toys right and and then right. it's like have they done away with that? No, no, it's no, because that's my you cheat. Still say boy that's and my girl. cheat. Because if I do a fast food, kids I get a, I get a kids meal. Oh, okay. And that's also hey uh, for all the viewers at home, airport they don't upcharge the kids meals as much as they upcharge the regular meals. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, pro so, tip, uh, little uh, travel tip. So you can eat you know, eat as the, many kids meals as you want. Twelve dollar chicken nuggets. And now you got a little now you got a little uh, little uh, Yu Gi Oh figure <laughs> <laughs> just for you. These are the, this is the kind of gold you're gonna get at Weird Al. I together. think I would okay. sometimes ask my mom to get me like the, the girls' toy though. Sometimes it, it, it wasn't it was always a good Barbie. Toy, yeah. Well, I grew up. I when I was young, I grew up on the street with two other little girls that were my age. Mm-hmm. So I got Barbies for Christmas, and I got like a Ken. I'm sure you know, yeah. like it was yeah. like. But it was like I got things so we could all play together. But it was looking back on it, it was like maybe because it was two versus one. I got things that put me in their realm if you like gotcha. you know. yeah, yeah, yeah i didn't get it wasn't like they were pushed into like the boy stuff we you know? had we had uh, growing up and we'll go back because you were saying something about toys but we were um Haley, um no. but yeah in in georgia we had um a handful of families that were had kids r- about our age and the parents were my parents age so we would always be you know the parents would have their like fun night and we'd be up playing and those kids had mostly girls so we were playing with a lot of like we were playing Pretty Pretty Princess. We were playing dress yeah. up with their yeah. things. And like, yeah, you just got, it was fun. I don't know. It was so funny. I was talking to one of those moms uh, at, a, at one of the, the kids' weddings later. And then she was like, she was like, oh, you know, Zach, she was a little drunk. She's like, Zach, you want to know how, you want to know how I knew? Yeah. It's because, well, I knew. <laughs> because, you know, you would always dress up with the girls. Like, 
there weren't a lot of options, Karen. <laughs> there were like there were the dress. They were like, sure, I could turn the this into like this band into maybe like a superhero mask or something. But like, it was it was mostly princess stuff, and I did what I could <laughs> with what I had. What I had, I I, I made do. I made do. I've always felt like I was missing out sometimes on like. In fourth grade, there was this whole thing wearing a new board game for the classroom. It was the school I went to briefly where they all had a bunch of board games. And it was a, it was like we we're going to get Crossfire or we were going to get, like, Mall Madness. And it was a straight-up, like, boys versus girls fight going on in that totally. room. Totally. Oh, the, there were only one toy. Could, only one board game could enter the room. Got an elephant. First of all, why would that teacher do that? Yeah, that was wild. It was a disaster. There has to be an in-between board game. They ended up getting both. Right. That makes more sense. And here's what happened. Crossfire – was fun for two seconds and then loud and it was a bunch of boys screaming at each other and mall madness i wanted to play <laughs> I wanted, yeah, but i felt fun. like I, I was like but i was like no i have to be i'm on the crossfire side of the room well you had you know? to right yeah. Yeah. even though you i bet you really you more wanted to play mall madness oh it looks so much fun yeah but then was just you... shopping <laughs> yeah, what is the plot of Mad- mall madness i never got the play yeah, I <laughs> but you like go around the mall i think you may i don't know if you're looking for something i hope it's stuff. not like clue and somebody got murdered in the mall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that now... would be that would be some mall madness <laughs> yeah. it was Susie in the spencers <laughs> with the lava lamp <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, Everybody, bet... empty your Macy's shopper's bag. <laughs> <laughs> One of you has a gun. <laughs> Actually, this game sounds yeah. it sounds dumb. I mean, all we need to do, I think, is buy a copy of Mall Madness and a copy of Clue. Clue and, and smash them. them. Yeah. <laughs> what but were you saying? Well, uh, I was just saying, I bet you felt like you had to vote on the boys' side. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. But yeah. I had played Crossfire already. I knew what we were getting into. You know, you know it was loud <laughs> yeah. and fun for two seconds. Yeah. Once you lose all the beads, which a bunch of boys mm-hmm. are going to lose all the beads, yeah. you can't play the game anymore. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of beads? Yeah, because you're shooting beads at each other. Oh, and, yeah, and boys it. are just picking them up, putting them in their pocket to whip them at each other later. Mm-hmm. And like two days later, there's nothing to play with anymore. Anarchy. That Anarchy. was the real madness. <laughs> but the commer- <laughs> commercial was cool. Yeah. Crossfire. I remember those commercials. You should have oh, gotten an elephant. Get that caught up a fun in them. Group, uh, oh, the elephant was like the butterfly. Yeah, it was. A, it was oh. an elephant. Maybe that's too oh, that's girly. But yeah, I remember love. It, they, it's no, like it was fun. yeah, it had a big elephant trunk and it yeah. shot butterflies and you had nets and you had to catch them. Yeah, oh, I love. All, right. I, that's like I don't know if those still exist or not, but like that's. Some of those games, I'm all madness. Maybe mm-hmm. a little, some of those games are true equalizers. Grump, Mr. Bucket. Who's Mr. Bucket for? Uh. <laughs> it's just for. It's like Chicken Limbo. Who's that? That's not Ants for anybody pants. specific. True. Yeah, that's don't true. break the ice. Like all those I games, it's, it's great. Don't wake daddy. Yeah, it's like they're all just like super fun, weird <laughs> games. But it is weird when you get to the ones that were like uh, there was the phone one. I can't remember. Da- the, oh. Uh, Seeker admirer. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or like dream date or something like. Dream that. date yeah, might have been it. Yeah, but there was like a few. Or yeah, there was like all those ones that. And then my my sister had one that she found years later that was like a Miss America one where you. It was like a whole board game with a tiara and all this stuff. Mm. Sounds great. Yeah, you have to answer questions about about war going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? What do you think about the fires going on in Australia? Yeah. Oh, thank you for the question. I- <laughs> Well, I, I think, think fires bad. are bad. <laughs> and less controlled. I like koalas. <laughs> and koalas are good. And America first. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's my turn. My yeah. turn. <laughs> my turn. I, I want a board game. If, if that board game didn't come with a bunch of little sashes that everybody you have to put on. Oh, they better. Um, I, I remember who I, this is such a departure, but I was talking to somebody about this where it's like we were trying to figure out. I think we were talking about Don't Wake Daddy and then talking about like doing that in real life and trying to figure out what is the worst board game to then to make real. To make, oh, like, my God. Oh, God. To, then, like, make, it, to make a <laughs> giant version of. Oh, no, no, no. It was, we were talking about, you know, those like giant Jengas and stuff. So what's yeah. the worst game to make a giant version oh, of? Oh, God. Yeah, Don't Wake Daddy don't sounds Daddy's horrifying. Pretty bad. Or Operation because it feels too real. <laughs> it's too real. <laughs> Like a life-size operation. Also, don't wait. Uh, don't break the ice would also be pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna need one of you to get up there. <laughs> but yeah, I you know when I was growing up, I always um, I was always the tomboy because um, I like to play football mm. and I well and I also like I don't think I actually wore quote unquote girls clothes until um, you know I was like fourteen. I it's pretty easier much to move around probably and pant like shorts and stuff yeah. Right? yeah i would wear my brother's clothes also because i had an older brother who i idolized yeah and so i was like oh he's so cool so i would just wear all his clothes so like i would always be wearing giant clothes <laughs> that were like quote again quote unquote boys clothes um but yeah it, but it like it was a weird fine line to be in the middle of because it's like i never felt girly enough to hang with the girls but i so I would like play football with the guys but even then it was like they would kind of not be super nice to me all the time because I was still a girl, you yeah. know. So it was like a weird in between ground. Especially when, get, when you get to that middle school level and things really start getting defined, you know, a little bit more. So I, right. I've my entire life, I've always been, I've always had equally great relationships with men and women and mm -hmm. everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I've definitely always felt like more so than my other guy friends, I had more friends that were of the opposite gender, you know, like totally. And so I was always yeah. like, what am I like? It was just different. I was like, oh, you guys just like I hang out with a group of guys who like only hangs out with themselves. Right. And then I hang out with like all these like girls that I hang out with. Like it was just a very interesting dynamic where I was just in the middle mm -hmm. and I was kind of like, oh, this is like an interesting perspective to be in. And it kind of helped me see a lot. It gave me perspective. Yeah. Because I got to experience a lot of uh, intricacies of high school, too, from both perspectives. Cause I was just so close with people losing like people losing their virginities on both sides mm -hmm. you right. know and it was like it was like oh i was hearing like guy perspectives of this you know people like like somebody just being like touch the he lost it and he texted touchdown <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> so oh my versus God. like i had a whole conversation you know, like totally. with, with like my friend who was just like, you know, like, oh, me and, you know, so and so like met last night. And, and I'm going, no, that guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. like we're having like a full blown conversation. Where, and it was like, great. And I'm just like, this is so funny how different it is. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was happy to always kind of be in the middle. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I think I feel like as, as queer people, you get to like exist in like both, at least in both worlds a little bit. Like mm -hmm. gals are like, like they're both. I don't know. They can be a little comfortable, like girl, guy, like straight guys can talk about their girl shit, and girls can talk about their guy shit around you because you're like somewhere in the middle or something. Totally. Yeah. Totally. There was stuff I like didn't know. There's still shit I don't know. Yeah. But I remember, I remember going to college, coming back from college and meeting up with people I worked at a pizza place with, and mm -hmm. then my one of my brother-in-laws, and in like the same day or same weekend, both guys were like, 
hey, you get any of that strange yet? Uh. And I had, didn't know what that meant. Yeah. I was just like, strange what? <laughs> I was just like, uh, no, nothing. I'm, yeah, I'm going to school. It's weird. It is a little no, weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's different. You know? My classes are harder. You know, but I just had no idea. And like both of them, like the, the one didn't explain it to me, and I just pretended like I knew right. because that was like the pressure of like I was like I guess it's something sexual. And then when the other right. one said it, I was I was like, what does that really mean? He told me, and I was just like, it's crazy. Two people who don't know each other in my life both asked me that same thing i had no idea what they were talking about <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden but i felt bad about it for right. a second you like, do because yeah you feel like i should i should know this why am i not part of the secret club totally totally but then later in in this moment right now i'm like i'm so glad i didn't know what the hell that meant yeah yeah because that was a dumb thing to ask and it's a dumb thing to like I, I yeah i'm not into that i remember know? like being like really young i can't remember in my, middle school or like or something maybe it was early high anyway but a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of kids like on cross country stuff were like just like talking about masturbating mm-hmm. because we guys love to do that oh, i don't yeah. know but and they were just yeah. and somebody mentioned finishing and i hadn't like i hadn't explored myself yet and i was kind of like oh how do you know when you're finished what do you mean oh. <laughs> <laughs> um because i i don't know why nobody really had explained coming to me at the time i think i must have assumed it happened throughout the process <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was yeah. like a kind of just you know words at that fanfare point, at the yeah. end yeah <laughs> right shooting off fire they don't teach they like as much as they should be teaching you stuff in sex ed they don't teach you anything they need to teach it earlier yeah and, yeah. and at the same time it's like but also yeah. <laughs> i'm getting the, when i when that should happen it's like literal <laughs> children talking about like oh it's crazy sex, my my all my nieces are on tiktok uh, mm-hmm. Which is a terrible thing. Like this whole whatever TikTok is is it's just fine. It's just fine again. Right? And it, it it's it's terrible. I don't know what it is, but all I when I look at it, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like so, but it's like so sex. There's so much sexual stuff oh, going sure. on, oh, and yeah. I'm just like I can't even imagine. Like I, I you know, I'll never know mm-hmm. how their experiences. I'll never know what their experiences are growing up and learning things at whatever ages they're learning them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I am also very happy where I'm like, there's so much, I feel like greatness and exposure that they get to experience now, like different, you know, just identities of like what they like and what they don't like. And they can yeah. be open about that. Do you think kids are mm-hmm. getting away from traditional gender norms more and more or I not? So. Or if it's just the same, I like to think we are, but I can also recognize that, what I see is me seeing what I this part of it in yeah. California, yeah, like in liberal yeah. Los Angeles, California. Well, so whenever I see like these kids or these people who I know who who are older and have kids, mm-hmm. and I kind of see how they treat their kids and all that other stuff, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Progress is real. But then I remember remember that it is California. So right. who knows what's actually still going on? But I I like to think mm-hmm. I like to think that it's happening. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, for me, it's like I know how tenacious I was in seeking information, and that was like even before I had full access to the internet, you know. Right. And I can already see it in some of my like nieces where they're like trying to figure out how to unlock their phones from like having to ask their parents to download That's apps. So oh wow! Like just and, and just you know just I'm helping set up their new phone at Christmas. That, you know the parents got or whatever. And they're like, oh, hey, can you? They're like slyly. I can tell what they're doing, and I'm going. I want no part of it. I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm this has nothing to do with me. You know, I was like, I'm not going to give you that access. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, I remember I found all sorts of stuff I shouldn't have been into. It's more available. Totally. So if it's out there, I feel yeah. like maybe. But at the same time, my biggest 
thesis on it all is just like I just want people to be able to do what they want and wear what they want and mm-hmm. be with who they want and they're not hurt, nobody's hurting anybody right <laughs> it doesn't matter so hopefully it's like I hope everything's accepted and cool and I just try to like be an example of that mm-hmm. whenever I'm around them where I'm like okay I'm I'm goofy I'm silly I'm I'm myself honestly but mm-hmm. to my brother-in-laws who are more traditionally they're older there's a little bit more traditionally in a man role they're also all fathers you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like it's just they had a different upbringing than I did because they're not directly involved in my family where I know kind of our family trunk our tree yeah there's moments where I can tell they look at they have looked at me in the past have gone like what's up with this guy like he's a right. little weird you know but I've always just been like, I know who I am, so it doesn't bother me, you know. And now mm-hmm. it's like it's all cool. And now they're like, to me, they're boring. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, we're playing, like, all these games and stuff like that. And they're sitting, like, reading, like, you guys still – I'm like, you're not having any fun. Or the fun you're having is your fun. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, like, we can be on this side of the room making songs up and stuff. Yeah. And you can be over there, you know, looking at your signed – boxing gloves which are very cool <laughs> but, but are a, a different they can't are, be used are a different thing that i'm right yeah just a different thing right so. okay well great i think it's time we actually have something a little different oh yeah um in lieu of a game today mm-hmm. we were talking to you earlier before we started the podcast mm-hmm. and we think this would be a much funnier thing to do <laughs> instead of a game because you were on a couple podcasts before this and one of them uh, what what was it? One of them was a podcast where you go on and try to convince people of something, right? And my and I was trying to convince people that uh, a reboot of the film franchise Mystery Men film franchise <laughs> uh, it will be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say one is a, the soon to be the soon to be the MMCU the Mystery Men <laughs> cinematic universe. So this is this is the the ragtag superhero movie starring Ben Stiller and yes. uh, Frank was it Frank Azaria and uh, Hank Azaria no, not Frank Azaria. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, I'm forgetting now. I'm blanking on the shoveler's name. Because um, I just know his character so well. Oh, it's William H. Macy, William right? William H. Macy, yeah. Janine Garofalo, Kel Mitchell, um, uh, Paul Rubin, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Tom wow. Waits, isn't it? Yeah, that? so uh, many people are in this what? film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's phenomenal. And, yeah. and But the idea, basically my pitch is here, mm-hmm. it needs to be rebooted. And it we might have already missed our window. <laughs> okay, so how did we miss our well, window? Because we have Who the boys. We got Watchmen now. You know, we're doing the send up of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. They're not that funny though. That's true. You got to get a bunch of you just all you got to do is you got to take a bunch of comedians, put them in a movie, make them all superheroes yeah. that are ragtag and that shouldn't be shouldn't win. <laughs> it's gonna good. I'm just telling you, it's gonna do very well at the box office. The first yes. one will, and you'll be able. Well, to the first one didn't. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, different but, time. Yeah, dude. It it was, you're right. Superheroes it, weren't it, as big as they It was were. on the heels That's of true. your Batman and Robin. Right. It was too much like, uh, I think you were ready. It yeah. was ahead of its time in a lot of ways. And Batman and Robin was already trying to be a little funny, you know? Yeah. The Bat card, you know? And Arnold Schwarzenegger was great, but he's got all yeah. those, like, you know, there's just, just one We've all watched the YouTube compilations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <we laughs> just the one Arnold Schwarzenegger one liners. So what's two your, of these and call me in What's like? What's your pitch? Who would be. Who would be in it? I mean, who if directs? You, look, if you want to sell the movie, it's like three, four years ago, you had to have Seth Rogen in it. Sure. Now I don't right. know. I think it's. I think we're too far. I think is we're Ryan away Reynolds from in too now. many superhero movies? Yeah, now for you him couldn't to be do. In this. You couldn't yeah. do Ryan Reynolds. What if he makes a cameo later though? Oh, totally. He 100%. could be the guy that is the. What if he's the 
like the you know there's that one guy who's the the asshole good superhero that we have to save and that's played by Ryan Reynolds. yeah and that's and that's that's Greg Kinnear Greg you know Kinnear. and that's the True. he's Captain Amazing and yeah. Mystery Men and that's here and here's my big part of Mr. why I love Mystery Men so much is the Mystery Men begins with this whole sequence where the Red Eyes are an evil group of people they're busting up an old folks home um, and then our heroes <laughs> show up to fight them. Don't do so hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain Amazing shows up, does great. And then immediately once Captain Amazing is done, it's a press conference with his agent. There's mm-hmm. kids trying to get him to sign his baseball cap. He's sponsored by Pepsi, Penzo. He's losing sponsorships because he's fighting lame crimes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that oh, so, yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what we're doing right now. We have it's to like, build a criminal. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and that's the whole plot is like, we need an amazing fight again. But this guy, this superhero is too good. Yeah. You know what it is? Because now actually our comedians are becoming our superheroes. Like it started with Chris Pratt. Mm. And yeah. now even like Kamal um, they are, Nan- yeah. Nanjiani. Well, they yeah. want like a funny guy with a pretty face who they can beef up a bit. And they'll just be like, we'll just pay thousands of dollars no. for yeah. you to get super buff. Because they're like Paul charismatic, Rudd. you know, and yeah. it's like if they're charismatic and good looking, great. But you know? what if they so, didn't get buff and were just schlubby <laughs> comedians? I have a pitch yeah. for the Ben Stiller who's the angry guy. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Furious. Mr. Furious. Yeah. Um, and you'll have to help me. What's the dude's name from It's Always Sunny? Oh, he plays Mac. Glenn Howard? Yeah. No, no, oh, that's, no, no, no. That's... Uh, Mac. Who's the guy who plays Mac? Mick. Who got... I know who you're talking about. Buff. Yeah. He's buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah buff. totally. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think his name is just Mac something. It's something. It's, but he, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Ron, I don't know. Well, it was Ron McDonald in the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but yes. Yeah, no, I think him, like Charlie Day's already kind of bridged the gap into those worlds, but he oh, would right. be a perfect, perfect, that is a good, I think that's a good cast of characters that could, that could More women do that. in this version. Yeah, that'd be Yeah, because before all you had was Janine Garofalo and then like I the think, waitress who. Yeah. Yeah. By default, I guess you have to cast Aquafina at this point in one of those Great. roles. She would be fucking yeah. rad. Wait, who's yeah. Aquafina? She's like, well. She was. I think her first thing was in like Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, she played. Oh um, yeah, she's hysterical. She's but yeah. she's in that new movie about um, how her grandmother's dying of like cancer, right, and, and they were like, her. "We're just gonna not tell her." Yeah, oh my goodness! Right. But it's supposed to be really sweet. And then she's got yeah. a new show on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, she's oh, great. you know who she's would hysterical. be great to the Pen Fifteen pair. Yeah, oh like God. like there's like some people that you uh, you know throw in that situation oh and probably be great. So like Pen Fifteen, kind of segwaying back to our previous conversations. Like Pen Fifteen is a show I adore so much, mm-hmm. and there's so much of it I know I don't get. Like <laughs> there's so much of it that like I talk to my friends, my female friends, and I'm there. I'm like. I get kind of why this is funny, and they're like, mm-hmm. "You have no idea how funny There's this an extra is." Yeah, and it makes me so happy. And at the same time, I'm I think it's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's also why I enjoy watching um, Big Mouth a lot. Yeah, and I, for a while, I was like, Ugh, "I don't want to watch this show" because I was like, "Okay, another show where we just talk about boners all day." Mm-hmm. Um, but it, then I watched it, and, it, and it's like, "Oh, not you have that. some thoughtful conversations." Yeah. that's very interesting, Big Mouth. Right. Yeah, but that and that's what's cool about like. Uh, it kind of even segwaying back into like Mystery Men. It's like Mystery Men is like built on this premise where it's like, here's a world you live in. We we've decided we live in a world with superheroes and supervillains, which mm-hmm. you know we now today do mm-hmm. and love. But then here's these ones that don't have powers that are that great, but they're their powers. You know, like mm-hmm. like he, you know, uh, the Blue Raja is like he doesn't throw knives. He throws like, there's forks. Uh, yeah. and, and it's like why don't you throw knives? He's like, well, not stab man. I'm like, go around stab. <laughs> But it's like, but he, in the end, he does what he does and successfully, yeah. you know. 
And the, my favorite is I love Kel the question Mitchell. for most of the movie of whether or not anybody has powers. Yeah, well, that's the whole Cal Mitchell thing. Yeah. He's Invisible Boy, but he can only turn invisible when nobody's looking. I love <laughs> I love semi-useless superpowers. Yeah. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. it's it's It makes it so uniquely, like, even more accessible in a way. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, that really could be me. Or, or right. the concept of the thing I'm special at. In my not life, seen as useful, it, it could right. not be seen as useful on a whole, or makes, or maybe it's limited. What I'm good yeah. at, right. still has such a purpose mm-hmm. somewhere in this. And the Invisible Boy, you know, the, there's a big like uh, laser eye that anybody gets close to, they get zapped. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has to turn into. Everybody has to turn their back and have faith that Invisible Boy mm-hmm. will turn invisible. And you know what? He does it, and then they turn around and he's naked, and they go, yeah. "Ooh, you should put some pants on." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's fun that he does it. It's fun. Yeah. But I do like that analogy. It's like we all have a superpower. It may not be, you know, what Superman has or what, right. you right. know, Batman has. But, you know, maybe we've got Invisible Boy type powers mm-hmm. where we can do something amazing if no one's looking. <laughs> and, and even if you only do it for, like, yeah. one person. Yeah. You know, like, and that's, like, the superhero stuff that, like, you don't see. I don't see as much. Like, it's like they're saving the world. Show me a right. superhero movie, like, like, the scene where he just Small saves, scale. like, somebody, you know, yeah. like. I think that's part of the reason I've always connected so hard to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certainly apocalyptic season enders. Yeah. But for the most part, it's her saving one girl in an alleyway. Yeah. You know, or something like that. Yeah, and sometimes I when it's. I appreciate like, that small scale heroism. When it's too big every time, you're like, okay, well, they're going to get out of this somehow. Like, I, they right. save the world a bunch of other times. I know times. the world's yeah, not going to end. Probably, because then the franchise would end. But if it's like exactly. a smaller scale. <laughs> thing, real. You know? Yeah, you're like, this. Who knows how this is going to go? Well, yeah, you can look matters. in a, and I think that's what I appreciate about is like when you can look in a person's eyes and see their fear and then see them saved. It's like that's you can connect to that more than, you know, like those movies where they're in a boardroom and they're like, this plague's about to wipe out 20 billion people or whatever. And yeah. it's like 20 million people. And, and it's, it's all like, about how one person's going to press a button. Yeah. He has to get to that button. Right. But and it's, it's yeah. but yeah. but even then, like 20 million people is a lot of people, but I don't see those people they you know they're to them they're like a blip on a map it's like a wide yeah it's a wide shot and it's like yeah yeah, it's hard to not that that doesn't sure no it's terrible people it's horrible but but in terms of like cinema it's like those are the things you can connect to is like those smaller things so so you know what i'm completely convinced (laughs) no i don't think there's a lot of you didn't have to get so my pitch is it's mystery men but it's vignette stories of them all helping small (laughs) (laughs) is it a tv show or is it a movie but like mystery yeah it's yeah, it's a movie. It's Parisian town. Yeah. Oh, Parisian mystery man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm into it. <laughs> Paris, I am a mystery. <laughs> Paris, je suis le l'homme de mystère. I'm so I'm so happy with this one. <laughs> Perfect. We cracked it. We cracked the story. It's pretty good. Yeah, not a lot of convinc- convincing in our, our part. I, yeah, I that remember was e- loving that film. Yeah. yeah this one over way better on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they didn't like that? They were much more critical. Uh, I love... And I, I'm refusing to listen to reason. So <laughs> I love like just little things. Like Everything had so many quirks. Like Even when they found the guy that's going to give them like good gadgets, his whole thing is like, oh, yeah. I don't do lethal gadgets that's anymore. That's right. Yeah. Tom, and that's Tom Waits. Yeah. It's amazing. And he, it's Yeah, so I don't fun. make lethal weapons. And yeah. they're like, oh, you're not going to help us. No, no. And then he throws that tornado in a can yeah. at them. And they it's amazing yeah love that movie it's cool gonna watch it tonight yeah great (laughs) welcome to the mystery man podcast (laughs) um john thanks so much for being on and coming and talking to us and for that 
riveting idea. I mean, I think we could make this happen. Greenlit. I mean, greenlit. Yeah. We're not together. Is I mean, greenlighting it for sure? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait. The I mean, Brent Stiller is his own, you know, production company. Can we do a pitch to Red Hour Productions? I that think would that's be what it's called. Fantastic. Just yeah. right out of a thing, even if it's a show or a movie. I mean, come on, that would be rip rad. <laughs> yes. Really rad. Oh my but, god! Get like Alana Glazer in there. Yes. Oh, that's a yeah. That's John Mulaney <laughs> would be so good. He would be perfect. Oh, I mean, good. Kamal would also be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah. about to be a real I mean, he's about to be a superhero. real superhero. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. Everybody's a real superhero. That's, <laughs> that's right. He's a superhero before. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're right. <laughs> but now we're coming to the point in the podcast where we're going to turn the reins over to you, even though we kind oh, of already yeah. did with the mystery men pitch. But mm-hmm. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you get to ask us one uh, unfiltered, judgment-free question you've always wanted to ask. Gay right. or lesbian person, we've mm-hmm. got to answer it to the best of our ability. <laughs> we'll do it. So, so this question, uh, it, 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 it's not really targeted towards. Uh, it's really a question I just like to ask anybody. Totally. Okay. And a question I heard once asked that I really like: uh, What's something you can't prove is real and exists, but you really hope it does? Oh, oh, cool. It's a great question. That I can't prove exists. Um, I got one. Okay, great. Karma. Yeah. Uh the best one. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you really hope. I mean, not only that good people are treated well, but more so that bad people are going to get mm. their comeuppance. You know, mm. it's it's so hard to, as someone who doesn't have a faith in terms of like religion, mm. um, you, I still want to believe there's some kind of order to the universe and that it's not mm-hmm. really all just chaos. Like, I really want to believe that the people who step on people all the time are gonna get some kind of justice, you know, thrown back at them. I really want to believe that. I can't prove it, but I really want to believe. I think it's the only way I can stay sane is yeah. if I believe in some kind of karmic justice. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, man, that's a very good one. Let me think. I mean, I want to say like, You're like elves. Trying to say like <laughs> elves. Yeah, Santa. Who's Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's any, a lot of things. Any kind of cryptozoological creature, I would love to believe in. Yeah, like uh, any yeah. kind of Bigfoot, chupacabra. Sure, I mean that'd all be good. I also feel like, um, <laughs> this might be stupid, but you know how like I feel like as humans we do a lot of like um, we put a lot of emotions on inanimate objects and stuff, or um. Or, and, and like we hold things really dear and I'd like to think that that gives those things some sense of power or emotion you know, even just yeah. because we believe in this thing enough or we we like I have a, a I have one my grandma's necklace my great grandma's necklace that was hers and I, I wear it a lot and mm. it makes me think of her and I'd like to think that that matters a little bit um, or imbues it with some sense of memory or something you know at least for me like there's some power there I think um, yeah I think I'd like to think, or, you know, I feel bad when I'm getting new shoes and I'm wearing the shoes I'm going to be flying out. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling. So, yeah. 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 But it's so sweet too, because like the idea, like I think people shit on people for having like emotional connections to things. Yeah. And I definitely have emotional connections to a lot of things, to a t-shirt that I love or to like a stuffed, like that stuffed shark over there. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it used to be mine and then I gave it to Scout and now it's hers and it like makes me so happy. Now it's like torn up and there's got holes in its tail, but it's because it's hers and I love that. But out that. of all of your like 
toys you gave to Scout, like that's not nearly as torn up as a lot of the other things. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So I think that there's the like love... some energy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly because it was my. It was actually like none of those toys were mine. They're dog toys. <laughs> right. But this <sighs> shark was like my stuffed shark, and growing then I, up? not growing up, but I had I've had it for a number of years before yeah. I had Scout, and then I gave it to her because she really liked it, mm-hmm. and and yeah, it's been around her whole life pretty much and it's the one toy she's never completely torn to shreds that's so sweet yeah but yeah. I, it's maybe because she feels the love in it you oh, know? She, it and smells like you <laughs> <laughs> could that's be both nice. yeah she can, yeah. She can smell the love oh uh, what do, do you have an answer john oh uh yeah mine mine is uh, like soulmates mm-hmm. oh that's uh, a great one yeah. really but funny. i but i don't like adhere to like i don't know if it's like a one for one but more just like you align with somebody yes you know like you you like there can be a million puzzles out there pieces from different puzzles can fit together but they but they're perfect fits, yeah yeah you know and i'm just like i think that that like i want to really believe that there's like real that's something real whatever the energy that is whatever however it's defined mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's like and i feel like sometimes you have that where you just like you click and you're just like oh this is Cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, Friend why is it thing. cool? Oh, because friends it's too, as well. I yeah, think, yeah. Because you know, a lot. Of oh, totally. Not even on. a full relationship. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Just that attitude is like there are people that are just like you kind of just meant mm-hmm. to be around. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Even if like for a time or something like that, you know, like absolutely. It, you know, I think it's easy to look back at like an old relationship that you know maybe you really cared about somebody really liked, and then it's maybe tainted because of something. But for that time you were together, like. It was good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it definitely meant something. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something to that. I don't know if it's like somebody goes, okay, this person over here and this person over here, find each other. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know how you're going to do it, but good luck. Good luck. It's me. I'm just a cute little cherub. Yeah. I'm, a I'm, a little, I'm a little trickster. I'm a little, ch- I'm a little chunky baby. I'm a little chunky baby. That's what I do all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just make little bets that people are going to fall in love. <laughs> maybe I win, maybe I don't. <laughs> I owe uh, Zeus a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps fucking things and ruining my plans. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should be allowed to do that. <laughs> you right. think it's cheating. I think it's cheating. I'm, I'm a terror. <laughs> well, I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a fantastic question. That's I really a very love that fun question. question. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, once again... Uh, John, thank you so much thank for you. coming on the show. Yeah, it was yeah. super fun. Where can and, uh, people find you? Yeah. Uh, so um, so John Orner spelled with uh, just J O N, no H. Uh, and uh, but it's like johnorner.com. I just updated my website, sort of, kind of the hey. other day. Nice. Yeah, you know, it only took five years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, new me. Well, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like I'm not sure if I have enough stuff yet to be adding it to a website and you're like okay now i feel like five years i've got an, i've hopefully done enough things i can yeah. put it on the site i'm always just like i've seen dumber websites I've yeah. seen, <laughs> i go to dumber websites yeah <laughs> i should at least put it out there <laughs> but uh yeah i'm in a like john Warner on twitter john Warner, i don't even know yeah come also just like should i get my address you want to come visit <laughs> stop by yeah sure. stop everyone, by john's website. yeah you ever in like los Feliz, hit me up <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> John, you might just be John's soulmate. <laughs> but yeah, check out his website, his Instagram. He, uh, John is a very talented uh, illustrator. Um, I think we talked about before the show. You've been, you've, uh, have you, you've done some like character designs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to do some stuff for some friends that yeah. were uh, uh, for animated pilots, and then I was able to do some stuff for like animated stuff for kids on YouTube. So on, cool. on the YouTube, <laughs> these kids. I've been fortunate enough to have been drawn by John, oh, yeah, like you twice. And Scout. Me and yeah. Scout. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. cool. It's a pretty cool that's feeling. Awesome. 
Um, but yeah, and uh, where can people find us, Zach? Great question, Haley. <laughs> um, we are on Facebook. Uh, not to, uh, we're not together. Uh, we are on Instagram, uh, Not Together Podcast. On Twitter at Not Together Cast. You can email us at Not Together Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, and yeah, just reach out to us for for literally anything. If you need to borrow a cup of sugar or anything, we we love that. Yeah, we we might just have some sugar on us. We, we probably do. <laughs> We've Maybe made miracles happen before. That's true. Can we talk about Hawaii? Sure. Have we not? Have we talked about that I don't that know yet? if we have since we're back. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about it, but um, as y'all know, we had <laughs> immense amounts of dragon cum so samples, cum. and um, we had someone from Hawaii reach out asking if uh, we could ship them a sample, mm-hmm. and then once we got to the post office, we realized, oh, this is going to cost <laughs> so, so much, much money to for c- a joke. <laughs> Um, but it turns out our really good friend, uh, Carlos Cisco, who you guys might remember from our D&D episode, our he, was our, daddy. he was our Dungeon Daddy DM. Um, he D-D. actually just happened <laughs> to be going to Hawaii. Because he lives there. And and uh, he sent us, um, or we sent along some dragon yeah. come with him, and he was able to deliver. Well, the craziest part of it, the real gag of it all was like, I, the so our, our the, the guy reached out, he was he's like, I, I mentioned that like Carlos might be able to do this, and I was like, "What address are you on? Or, sorry, what island are you on? And like, what's your address?" And he sent that, and then I sent it to Carlos. And he's like, "No joke, that's like five minutes from my house. Fuck yeah! Like basically down the street. Which like, what are the odds? It was so yeah. wild, incredible. The yeah. So it worked out, and so we're so happy we actually got to <laughs> hook hook him up with some uh, dragon. Cups. We've sent a couple people that, so I'd really be interested to see what people's um experiences with that word so please reach out email us tweet us let us know what you thought i if you got some please let us know do you still have some leftover i've I've got a couple i think okay great let us know if you want some (laughs) dragon cum we cannot unload this stuff fast enough (laughs) all right everyone uh thanks again so much for listening thanks again to our guest john John. Uh, once again i'm Haley. i'm zach and we're we're not not together. together bye bye